just enough time it takes to eat the sandwich. <laughs> recording started. You're recording. Well, I'd rather press it sooner than later, guys. You know. Well, you've got to edit it then. Well, I still need to save it and upload. It's just trim it. I'm not going to edit it. Just trim it in the beginning. It's fine. Okay. Right, ready? Yes. Okay. Give a few seconds. Well, a few seconds for the yellow screen with the question, but I can hear you already, so don't shout at your kid, please. Screen disappears. Quick hello, titles, and we're going to get it. So am I talking when the yellow screen is up? No, you're not. You're waiting for it to disappear. Okay. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Media Snack live from New York. Greetings from London. And so this week, big question. Uh, the question this week is, what does a media director do? Interesting, because that role has evolved quite a lot over recent years, um, and it's worth exploring. And we've spoken to many, many media directors over the years, and I'll reference some of those that you can go and listen to or watch uh, to learn and hear from them. Um, but stay tuned, because we're going to explain, we're going to explore a quick evolution of the media director role and where they are now and how interesting that role is. Um, and then we're going to look at uh, three pieces of good advice from an ex-media director about how you can succeed in that role, all coming up on today's Media Snack. Welcome back to Media Snack. If you're new to the channel, it's good to have you uh, with us. We are a live weekly show where we unpack the questions that you all have about media, agencies, marketing, and more. Um, you can subscribe to below to get alerted of any upcoming episodes each week. Uh, so the question of the week. Um, remember, we're streaming live as well, so uh, you know, please do leave comments down below. So David, what's, uh, let's unpack that question. Okay, so uh, what is the role of a media director? What do they do, and perhaps what should they be doing? Now, before you start unpacking that, uh, I love this question. You know, I spent 10 years uh, being a global media director in, in Nike and Coca-Cola. So I've kind of sat in the shoes of the media director at the moment. Now, my role, you know, a number of years ago was very different to the role that the media director has to play now. Um, but I can completely empathize with that that position. And, and I spend most of my time now actually speaking to media directors about the challenges that they have. So uh, I'm really looking forward to this episode because we have we have some clear insights on how that role has evolved, the yeah. challenges and the opportunities of, of such an important position within a marketing organization. Yeah, good. And, and that's gonna be useful as we kind of share that advice. Should point out though, even though that may be a few years ago, that at the time Nike and Coca-Cola were considered pretty progressive in media. So a lot of the behaviors that you, you know, share with us about what it was like in those companies controlling media, um, you know, are not outdated. These are still very progressive companies. And so yeah. let's just, but let's quickly gonna just step back for a second. So I think we all agree the, the role of the media director has evolved a lot. And if you work, if you are a media director or you work with media directors, either as a marketer or an agency or somebody else, you'll know that that role is very different than it was a few years ago. The old traditional media director's role was very isolated, actually. You know, yeah. you would tend to be 
we, we jokingly kind of say, you know, the media director was at the end of the corridor in the marketing department. Like nobody typically went down there to speak to them. And that person was really not a media director, wasn't particularly strategic. They would often, you know, could be regarded as a vendor manager. It was their job to kind of steward the money into the agency and, and manage the agency effectively. And that's when the agencies really control everything. Now we have media directors that applying a lot more control in the media operations and in the process. Actually, media far more integrated in the wider media organization, as we've we talked about before. There's yeah. so many reference points in this episode that we'll link to down below of like really good conversations. I'm immediately thinking, you know, a great conversation with Ron Amram at uh, Mars, where he talked about exactly that dynamic. And at Mars, media now being much more central to the to the marketing org. But we'll yeah. we'll ping all these links down below, and you can you can kind of pick those up. Um, that was a problem for the media director because you're at the end of the corridor. And there was nowhere to go. Media directors did did not become marketers. It was a, there was a ceiling to where you could go as a media director, and so and it had kind of limited career prospects. You tended to find people in that job for a hell of a long time, um, and yet they were responsible for a huge amount of money of the company's money, but not necessarily put under the right scrutiny, and not given the authority to really do stuff with that money. It was about spending it effectively, I suppose. Um, you know, those that were around in. You know, full service agencies will remember that media was always the last five minutes of the presentation. Um, you can listen to a, a podcast interview I did with Jerry D'Angelo, who's global media director of P&G, uh, where we talk about that, you know, the media the media being the, the last minute of the, of the presentation and how unimportant it used to be and now how significantly that's obviously all changed. It's the biggest budget. It's the biggest yeah. part of marketing budget. It's often one of the biggest spends that an, an entire enterprise or corporation will make each year is actually on the media. Um, and it needs to be far more integrated into the marketing org. Uh, the, the media director now, and we explored this in an episode recently that we called pancakes or tent poles, which is basically the idea that a media director is being spread very thin across adjacent functions. Good thing. But also that's difficult. It's difficult to be seen as the evangelist and the expert in many, many different disciplines because media's pushing into, you know, e-commerce, CRM, um, you know, retail, affiliate marketing, all these kind of different different areas where the media director is expected to be able to bridge into adjacent functions. Yeah. And it requires a specific type of person. Um you know, Bill Duggan at the ANA has been a real proponent of this, but there's good good sentiment uh, behind it, which is this idea of having a chief media officer. Uh, that it's actually you know media is that important as a significant investment in company growth, that it needs very uh, significant expertise and leadership these days more so than ever, and better governance. We as a company talk about and we advocate this narrative to CMOs and media directors about media being an investment in growth and not a cost to the business. And that's a really important, critical narrative that a media director should be driving through the business. Because yeah. if, if your business sees media as a cost to be managed downwards or to be money to be spent, which is a big complex issue, which we shall unpack further, um, it's very hard to be a media director because you're spending money and your job is to try and make it as cheap as possible. Very different if your company views media as an investment in growth and therefore you get to be in charge of it as an investment and make decisions about where those dollars drive business outcomes 
And those media directors that can evolve their organization to thinking like that love being media directors because you are far more influential in the in the uh, in the marketing organization and you typically get and we'll come on to some examples i know that you've got uh you'll get resources from the company to be able to build the systems and capabilities and structures required internally to manage large investments very easy to spend a hundred million dollars through an agency if you want to one person could do that that's not a big job mm. but I, just to spend it. But if you actually want to think about it as an investment uh, and really organize yourself to make sure every dollar is driving an outcome, that's a very different thing. So uh, good media directors inspire their organization of what to do. And importantly, can take a strategic view of what not to do. They can lead their organization. Um, And there's many other things that we could go go into. Great media directors are a huge asset to their company because they probably understand their customer better. They understand not the existing customers, but future customers, because the media thinking is about connecting with future customers. And they tend to segment the marketplace based on media audiences, which are important because, of course, you can tailor messages to specific audiences. So they can be really good advocates, actually, about sources of growth and opportunities of growth for the business wider than just, obviously, investing in media. Um, And that's the whole principle IDCOMs we call media for growth. And that's that's the kind of the systems that we build for, for advertisers. Um, so it's it's evolved hugely. That's the story. Uh, media director is an incredible job. It's still somewhat lonely and isolated. It's But it's more under scrutiny than ever as the corporate agenda sees media as an investment in growth. As a media director, you're more accountable to that. Yeah. But that actually has elevated the role for those that want it to be a really critical part of marketing success. Um, and so we need more great media directors, I suppose is, is my uh, summary of that. Um, so for those in that role, yeah, you've been in that role. For yeah. those that are in that role, what, what are the tips for success? Mm. Cause it's a daunting prospect stepping into that. Yeah, I think so. But you, you said it right. We need more good media directors, but there are lots more opportunities out there. Um, and I suppose the big difference, the first point that I would say is that the big difference, perhaps from when I was a media director, and even when media directors were around four or five years ago, is there they were responsible for a particular function. Media directors increasingly now are critical leaders within a media organization. Um, you know, there are huge teams of media operators within within marketing functions that report into the global media director or the regional media director. And so that sense of leadership is critical. And with that comes responsibility. You have to set a vision, have an ambition for media, clearly define the role that media plays within your marketing function and as a lever of business growth. Understand very clearly what the internal roles and responsibilities are. It's very easy to build layers of, of personnel and have duplication. Be, be really clear what what the um, uh, what the roles and responsibilities are. But critically, you have to take accountability and responsibility to champion the media function internally. Yeah. Make sure you get on that top table, and you you as clearly as you possibly can, you articulate and link the business outcome based on the media input. And if you can own that as a narrative internally, then you'll get even more traction. That's the first thing. Yeah. Um, 
when I was a media director to a degree, my job was to kind of manage my agency. I empowered them to sort of do most of the decision making. Uh, that's no longer the case, right? Even, even uh, very good agency client partnerships have a media director who is controlling the decision making. Okay. And with that, you have to make certain decisions around basics. Make sure that you've got control over your contracts. Make sure that you've got access and, and understanding of your data sets, right? Understanding where the capability gaps sit within your function and how perhaps they're being, being compensated for by your agency partners. But critically, critically, uh, and every media director that I've spoken to in the last two or three years has this on their agenda, understand what your in-housing or insourcing strategy and roadmap is going to be because you're going to get asked it you're going to be asked to deliver that to your ceo or cmo at some stage so have a point of view on that doesn't mean you need to bring the entire function of media internally but at least having a strategy and a roadmap is going to be absolutely critical and we, and, just on that we, we heard i referenced it earlier but you know smart the smart media directors on that point say tell me what not to do yeah you know help us understand what not to do it's just as important as having a road you know it's important to have a roadmap but what are we not going to do because there's so many things that a media director could be doing they get pulled all all over the place and you've got to really fix your you know yeah. points of agreement um with your internal org absolutely and and the final point that i would say and you referenced it earlier on tom is that it can be quite a lonely place you know you're you, you might have a team around you but you're you're the key decision maker when it comes to kind of media you've got responsibilities and accountabilities up and down and you can feel somewhat isolated within that position you assume that all your competitors and everybody else in the marketplace are doing things perhaps better than you are they're progressing quicker along that journey and actually the truth of the matter is that they're probably not um, and, and, and my recommendation there would be to kind of actually reach out to your peer group. Um, there are brilliant forums. You know, the WFA, ISBAR, the ANA all have media leader forums that allow you to share best practice and begin to kind of express challenges to see whether anybody else has figured it out first. I mean, we, we do that when we work with, with media leaders and we help them define and redefine their operating models. We bring in other peer brands to help uh, articulate the journeys that they've been on in order to perhaps fast track some, some of the strategies that we want to sort of bring in there. And that's hugely valuable, quite cathartic in, in, in many aspects. But, you know, don't, don't remain in your ivory tower blinkered with your, with your to-do list. You know, think beyond that and, and, and reach out to industry leaders that have similar profiles and similar jobs as you do, either through a, uh, a trade body function or or perhaps even through us uh, and, and and use that as a as a network of, of of value exchange i think that's really important yeah really good uh really good i mean we're going to we'll probably won't have time to get into it to this episode but the the wfa you, which you referenced um published pretty recently a report that they'd done into what they called the capability gaps and they interviewed about 50 media directors or media leaders within a lot of their membership um, and as you know, as many of you probably know, that these represent typically kind of the you know, major advertisers around the world, uh, and that highlighted some of these areas that we that we've been talking about. And and 
identified where some of those gaps are. I think that deserves its own episode at some point. If someone's kind enough to offer up a question around that, we'd be delighted to answer it. Um, the, the, you know, but just to bring this together, what does a what does a media director do? I think as you've explained, mm -hmm. there's a there's a strategic narrative, which I know sounds kind of fluffy when we say these things, strategic narrative. I mean, but strategic narrative, and that's as you described it very well. It's like really owning uh, and positioning media as an investment in growth and the resources required. Okay, you've got to be able to take the higher view and call, make a big call. Uh, on how money's going to be applied and, and where, and particularly things you're not going to do. There's so many kind of risky bets you can place in media, and you've got to decide, you know, how much risk to take or not to take. You've got to set that tone for the organization. That's really important. You've got to build the structures. So you're responsible for quite a complex infrastructure and supply chain. Yeah. When I say quite complex, it's probably the most complex supply chain that there could be, probably within most corporations. Um, the media supply chain incredibly complicated, and you've got to be able to navigate and explain away all of that simplify. stuff. That's the challenge. The simplify. You've got to be able yeah. to. You've got to be able to have that that communication, that dialogue with experts. So you've got to be able to speak within their language, but you've got to take that and you've got to simplify it to the key stakeholders in your organisation that that don't have the the media vocabulary that we've all created that that is super super complex and confusing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so that's, a, that's like another big ask, you know, so to be that kind of translation and simplify the, 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 the industry. Um, and I think the final one is we find that a lot this, this can be kind of point of stress for a lot of media directors is that you feel kind of on edge and you have to be on your toes because as you walk, as media directors become more visible and more senior within organizations as chief media officer, as an example, you're going to get a call from the CEO or the CFO or somebody internally saying, what's all this I'm reading about brand safety? Like, what yeah. about this issue? Why are brands pulling out of this particular platform or others? Like, what's our point of view? You've got to have a point of view on everything. And that's incredibly, that can be incredibly kind of scary taking on that responsibility. And that's why you need good partners around you, you know. Right. You know, we play a role sometimes uh, to support media directors in that, to kind of give them the intelligence that, that they need. Not they're not intelligent, but the intel that they need right. um, in some of these key places. The agencies, your agency, if you've got a really good relationship with your agency, is, they're going to be critical uh, in being able to navigate some of these quick decisions that you're going to have to take because media is always going to throw up these curveballs as well. It's not a safe, steady, solid place to be. Um, it is like an extreme sport. So you've got to have a bit of an, you know, willingness to t take on some adrenaline at some point as well, right, right, uh, right. I think, to be successful. Yeah. Good. Any closing thoughts on that? You recommend it as a role, I'm assuming. Yeah, I mean, it's the most, I mean, how magical would that be? I mean, I thought I was one of the most privileged uh, kind of stakeholders in, in the marketing function when I was having this kind of, this, this kind of role. Um, but to be able to have even greater control and influence uh, over such a significant business spend and link that to a business outcome and, and act as that uh, enabler of growth uh, is, is hugely empowering and privileged. And just, just one small anecdote, if, if I can, because I love this story. And this, if, if anything, I think this, uh, this reflects the, 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 
positive growth and positive progression to to media being seen internally as a as a as a growth driver uh, for, for business growth. Um, a client of ours that we've we won't name, but we've worked with for a number of years. Mm. Um, two years ago, went to uh, the board of directors to go and and put forward a case for increased media investment. And uh, the case that he was putting forward was based around some very clever econometric modeling that illustrated quantifiably that uh, that that company's media investment had driven footfall and traffic and growth of that kind of business. And so this person was going to the board asking for an increase of 10 percent on their annual media investment. Not only was obviously a very compelling uh, 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 media director, but not only did the board sanction 20% additional year-on-year media investment, but they also gave him uh, enough resource to build an additional 60 internal media operators, right? To recruit an internal 60 media operators on the assumption that with this extra media investment, they needed to have the internal capabilities in order to make even smarter media investments. And I just love that. So it's not just about spending more money. It's about spending the right money in the right places, both externally as working capital, but also internally with the right skill sets to make even smarter media decisions. Now, that's a company that is going to drive competitive advantage without question. Good. And that's an investment in growth. We love that. Um, you Please share your experiences being a media director, good and bad, or working with media directors or any other observations that you've got. You know, feel free to leave comments down below and send us uh, any questions that you'd like us to cover on a future show. Uh, if you like this episode, please give us a thumbs up down below. It helps uh, Google algorithm and where else this is shared, you know, make sure it reaches people like you that might be interested in it and helps them find our channel. So appreciate uh, your support. Uh, but that's it for this week. See you next time. Bye for now. Okay. Perfect. Yeah, that's good. Thank you, guys. I was thinking going through that, you know what we should do is do a um